أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation In this episode we are going to talk about government Al-Imara Many of these traditions that we are about to read through are interesting and relate to a specific context where during Imam Ali salam's war with Muawiyah a group of people proposed that there is no rule except for Allah's rule and in this context Amir al-Mu'mineen corrected these views and explained the necessity of having a government. In the first tradition, Imam Ali salam is reported to have said regarding the arbitration between himself and Muawiyah, these people say there is no need for a government. Indeed, there has to be a ruler under whose rule the believer toils and the wicked seeks to make merry. So it is a basic requirement for society that there is a ruler to govern that society. There must be a government. Without the government, there cannot be a society in which people can be free even, in order to work and reap the benefits of those works. And indeed, even for the wicked people themselves, they cannot be at peace and make merry without a government. And this tradition is explained a little bit later on in a longer tradition that includes this part in it. In another tradition, Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, no one can straighten people other than a ruler, be he pious or wicked. So it is through the government and through the ruler that laws are laid down. Be that ruler wicked or pious, there are certain things that need to be laid down. There are certain things that are shared, whether a person is wicked or whether a person is pious. There are certain laws that need to be upheld. Traffic laws, laws of trade, issues of health and other important policies that are not dependent on whether the ruler is a wicked ruler or whether he's a pious ruler. But these things are all needed so that people can be straightened out. There has to be some form of system so that it's not left to complete chaos. In another tradition, Imam Ali is reported to have said, Muawiyah will prevail over you. In this situation, he's talking to the people of his time in relation to the war that Muawiyah was waging upon him. So he was telling them in advance that it is Muawiyah who is going to win this war. So they then asked, why do you fight him then? If it is such the case that Muawiyah is going to win anyway, then why are you even bothering to fight with him? And the Imam replies, people must have a ruler, be he pious or wicked. Meaning that what he meant by the first statement is not that there is no point in fighting Muawiyah because he is going to win, because the righteous still have to stand up to the wicked, but that the people will always be ruled by someone, even if that person be someone who is wicked. In the next tradition, Imam Ali is reported to have said regarding the Haruriyah, and they say that there is no rule other than Allah's. So this group of people is called the Haruriyah. The rule is Allah's, and there are also rulers on earth. But they retort and say, there is no government. There must be a government for the people under which both the believer toils, and the wicked and the unbeliever seek to make merry, and in which Allah decrees the final outcome. That is that the simple statement that there is no rule except Allah is true on an existential level. At the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control of all affairs. But in his wisdom, he has also created a system on earth as well. And so there has to be rulers on, on the earth, whether they be wicked or whether they be pious. And within their societies, there will be wicked people and there will be pious people. And it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will decide the final outcome for all of those people. In the next tradition, Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, The people have to have a ruler over them, be he pious or wicked, under whose rule the believer toils and the wicked seeks to make merry, and which Allah decrees the final outcome and under which the booty is collected, the enemy is fought, the roads are made safe, and the weak is protected from the powerful, until the pious rests and the wicked is cast aside. So even in any basic form of government, all of these functions are secured. 
and that is why in Islam there is no doubt on the necessity of a government. We don't believe that if we have chaos, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will rule that chaos. It is down to human beings to rule that chaos and therefore the Shi'i perspective according to all of these hadith that we've read and a few more is that there must be a government, a form of government. Even if that government is not the most perfect government, the fact that some of the basic functions and systems will be in place is enough to validate its necessity. In the next tradition, Imam Ali said, A wild lion is better than an oppressive ruler, while an oppressive ruler is better than lasting schisms. That is that it is true that an oppressive ruler is an extremely destructive and bad thing. But even that destructive and bad oppressive ruler is better than no ruler at all. Because when there are lasting schisms, nothing will ever be achieved. And this is seen in some countries where there are weak governments and a lot of corruption. There is no development for that society whatsoever. Whereas sometimes in a society where there is a strong ruler, be they an oppressive ruler or be they not such a good ruler, as long as that government is strong, the society develops and the society moves forward and that is better than a society that is just steeped in those schisms because within those societies there is also a lot of oppression perhaps worse than the oppression under an oppressive ruler in another tradition abu al-bakhtari said a man entered the mosque and said there is no rule save allah's and another man said there is no rule save allah's so that is that a man entered the mosque and said the slogan and then somebody else as well also said the slogan. So Imam Ali salam said, There is no rule save Allah's. Allah's promise is indeed true and do not let yourself be upset by those who have no conviction. You do not know what these men are saying. They are saying there should be no government. O people, you are not set straight without a ruler, be he pious or wicked. They replied, We understand about the pious, but what about the wicked? He said, under whom the believer toils and the wicked thrives and Allah decrees the final outcome, your roads become safe, your markets operate, your booty is collected, your enemy is fought and your weak are protected from the powerful among you. So here in this hadith, we have the summarization of all the things that we've been talking about. And Imam Ali in this situation was correcting the man who repeated the slogan of the man who walked inside the mosque or corrected both of them to explain to them that this slogan, it doesn't mean what you think. It doesn't mean that in the existential reality, there is no rule except Allah. That is true. That is accepted by everybody. But what the people who are pushing this slogan are trying to say is that there is no need for a government. But Imam Ali's reply is that we need a government, wicked or pious. And then the people didn't understand why you need a wicked government. And he then gave the reason as we saw before. The next subsection is about the rule of wicked people. The Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, When your rulers are the best ones from among you, and the richest people from among you are the most generous, and your affairs are settled by counsel between yourselves, then being above the ground, i.e. the life in this world, will be better for you than being under it meaning death. But when your rulers are the wicked ones from among you, and the richest are the most miserly, then being under the ground will be better for you than being above it. So a kind of utopian situation can be achieved if the best among the people are those who govern and the rich are the most generous and people discuss between themselves to solve their issues. But when these factors are not there and in fact the opposite exists, it is better for people not to even walk on this earth. The last subsection is about the value of government. Imam Ali is reported to have said to Abdullah bin Abbas who entered his tent while he was mending his sandal and told him the pilgrims have gathered to listen to you. Imam Ali said I swear by Allah these sandals have more value to me than ruling over you except for being able to uphold the law and prevent wrongdoings. 
This hadith is about the situation that occurred after the assassination of the third caliph in the Islamic world, where the people then turned to Imam Ali alayhi salam and asked him to be their leader. At this time, Imam Ali alayhi salam expressed that he was not chasing the caliphate. He did not want to rule the people because of the worldly benefits that were associated with it. Rather, the point of the Imam's rule was to uphold the law and to prevent wrongdoing. In another account of this um, situation, Imam Ali salam asked Ibn Abbas, What is the value of this sandal? Ibn Abbas said, It is worthless. He said, I swear by Allah it has more value to me than ruling over you except being able to uphold the law and prevent wrongdoing. So this is just another narration of the same situation. In the last hadith, Imam Ali salam wrote to Ibn Abbas, Do not let your share as a result of your rule be wealth that you derive personal gain from, nor rage that you satisfy by revenge, but let it be the killing of injustice and the revival of equity. That is that this is an advice from Amir al-Mu'mineen to Ibn Abbas to not let ruling be for personal benefit. Don't let it fatten your wallet and give you power such that you just take out your rage when you feel like you need to satisfy your rage or take revenge. Rather, the point of your rule is to stop injustice and to revive equity. So with these hadiths, we can understand a general outlook in Shi'ism when it comes to government. And that is that government is a positive thing, even when the government is not perfect. And furthermore, it is upon the best people to rule that society, and not for their own personal gains, but in order to prevent injustice and to revive equity. In the next episode, we are going to talk about expectation, al-amal, wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin.